Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. You can call us. You can jump in. Jay Woodcroft announced officially today a three-year extension. I know that I was surprised at, at how many people had actually reached out to me via text on the Ashley Fine Floors text line over the last week and a half at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. I was surprised via Twitter and on the text line how many people were concerned that we're not going to lose Jade. Like, he's not going to go to Detroit, Woody. I'm like, why would he go to Detroit? Like, no, he's obviously staying. Now, the reality is when the coach does the exit interviews with the players uh, and is in conversation with players that might be potential free agents, that's a pretty good sign uh, he's, he's going to stay. So it's official. Jay Woodcroft is staying a three-year extension. We will tell you that uh, the New York Islanders promoted Lane, Lamb- uh, Lane Lambert, Lane Lambert uh, for, uh, replacing Barry Trotz when they made the move with Trotz, who appears as though right now might be going to Winnipeg. Uh, with Cassidy going to Vegas and DeBoer going to Dallas. Looks like Barry Trotz is probably, I would think, going to the Winnipeg Jets. Anyhow, Lane Lambert got uh, three years at uh, two million, and I would think that that might be in the range for Jay Woodcroft as well. Jay will join us tomorrow. I want to know what you think. Again, Texas on the Ashley Fine Flores text line seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. How much confidence do you have with Jay Woodcroft as head coach? I think it's fait accompli that Dave Manson will be remaining on the staff. Do you like the fact that this is you know you draft and develop your players? Is this a similar situation where you're developing your own coach? And is that what successful organizations do? So give us a call. You can reach us again, 780-496-0063. The Chisler, a.k.a. the voice from the past, says, Bobby, how are you doing? Love doing this. Kemper would be a definite asset to the Oilers. Congrats to the workhouse Woodcroft on the signing. He deserves it. Uh, Gully Inky next. Uh, based on the your time in Palm Springs in the mid-1980s, did you have any input on the decision that Seattle made uh, for the Firebirds hiring of uh, Dan Bilesma? No, I did not. But I would tell you, if I was Dave Hackstall, coach in Seattle, I might be looking over my shoulder a little bit. Just food for thought. All right, uh, 780-496-0063. Well, what do you know? Is this, is this the Stoney that is calling us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline? Hello, Stoney. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Bob. I just wanted to say thank you for my little shout-out there. I don't know why Spectre was so upset about it. but Well, I yeah, mean, i, I, I got to give you credit. I thought you were... Bat, you know what, crazy when you called in and said they should fire Dave Tippett at 16 and six, um, and I and I bring that up because I, you know, I had to be reminded of the conversation. Uh, I I gotta tell you, at 16 and five when we flew to Seattle, I did not expect Dave Tippett and uh, uh, Jim Playfair at some point during the year to be re- relieved of their duties. But by oh, I by Christmas time, I was getting nervous, and to me. It needed to be an in-house solution. 
And that's why I like Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manskin and thought. So take us through it. You, you jumped on. I'm going to give you the floor. It's yours. Go for it. Well, I didn't expect I didn't expect him to get fired either, just with Ken Holland's history. And I think us as other friends should all be thankful that Cat stepped in. And uh, he made that call, according to Elliot Friedman. But, uh, yeah, um, just want to say Nostradamus. People thought he was crazy, too, but here I am. Um, <laughs> but with Specter, I, he talks about making a prediction a week as if he doesn't delete two predictions of tweets a week and talking about Mick whatever and Puyarvi this and Puyarvi that. The guy, it's a joke. I've never had me right, come right. up to me and ask me in the hallway. Stoney, how about we do this? How about you concentrate on ripping me since Mark isn't here? Can we do that? I guess. Uh, man, you give me a shout-out. I'm waiting for my Ruth's Chris gift card, but once that comes in, like, we're on good terms, I think. Okay, okay. So wh- where's your confidence level at with Woodcroft? Uh, it's really good with Woodcroft, and almost even more so with Woodcroft and or in Ken Holland with Woodcroft there. I mean, Kulak was a big pickup. Um, don't think it was something that would have happened if Tippett was there. Okay. Well, it definitely worked. Uh, and was part of your rush, just, just, just explain to me again, because I think you said, Stoff, I'm really concerned about the five-on-five stuff and it's going to catch. Was that the genesis of why you thought Tippett needed to be moved? Yeah, it was brutal. I mean, there's a big there's a big analytics community on Twitter, and they were all over it even before I was. And it's uh, 5v5 was terrible, and people were fooled by special teams. I mean, and that's, everything reverts back to the mean. It regresses, it regresses to the mean, and uh, you see what happens there. All right. Uh, well, thanks for the call, Stoney. Yeah, take care. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Where are you at with a three-year extension with Jay Woodcroft? I believe. Are we going to Jesse? Is that right, Jesse? On line number two, Jesse, you're on Oilers now. Hey, Joe. Uh, how's it going, Bob? How are you? Good. Good, good. I just wanted to go over just a, one particular thing about Duncan Keith um, that no one's really talking about. So I had messaged like Cap Friendly maybe about four months ago, um, back in March, and I asked about how. Is it possible for you to trade a player, have that team buy out that player, and then re-sign him back two days later? And all they sent me was a link to Brooks Orpic. And so I just kind of like was looking through it, and I remembered that with Colorado, when they acquired Philip Grubauer, they took on Brooks Orpic. They bought out Orpic, and they went re-signed right back, right back in Washington. Yep. So with Duncan Keith, that no one is talking about, they could do the exact same thing with Keith. They could trade Keith to a team like, let's say, Buffalo or Arizona. They buy him out, which his cap it ends up being four and a half on the cap, but his actual salary that he would get from Arizona or Buffalo would be five hundred grand. So you actually save like about four million in real dollars by making that move. Now there is a second year on it, which would be a five hundred k check and then a five hundred k cap hit. Yeah. But for teams like Buffalo and Arizona that are looking for deals where they can save real dollars yeah. by maximizing their cap hit but having low salary, Duncan Keith can do the exact same thing. And the beauty of it too for him, he would still get paid five hundred grand from let's say Buffalo, and we would still give him his one million dollar contract. So he still walks out with his one and a half million dollars in real money that he would have gotten anyway this season. It's just the cap hit is not five and a half anymore. It's only a million. Okay, well, I'll have to dwell, uh, dig in deeper. I'll talk to Puck Peter, yeah. to Hart. Uh, I recall what happened with Orpic. The other guy, did the Calgary Flames not buy out Michael Stone and then turn around and re-sign him? Very similar, very, almost exactly. But they waited, I think they waited a year's 
like length and time. You, you have to wait a year's worth before you can re-sign the player. Oh, I no, another, no, 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 no. I thought they bought him out. The For some reason, I thought they bought him out and then ended up signing him that year. So you've thrown a curveball at me. Now I'm going to have to go look into that. I'll do that yeah, at 115. Yeah. But I could have sure. sworn. So anyways, with Woodcroft, what do you think? Awesome. Uh, beautiful. I think it's uh, with, with Jay, especially like the whole Bakersfield like contingent, all of them from even the players, right? Like there's a youth movement that's happening in Edmonton. And I think people should get real excited about like you're potentially going to have a lot of really good young kids making nothing on the cap, which include, which incorporates the ability for Kenny Holland to go out and get even more players. Yeah. Like he's like, this team hasn't even started yet. And we made it to the conference finals. For every other fan out there, like you should get real excited. Like it's going to be fun to watch. Okay, he'll get, the go- he'll get the goalie. Don't worry, he will get the goalie. For every fan out there, he will finally get the goalie. So I just right. wanted to say that. Okay, uh, again, I'll have to, I'll have to, I'm going to have to piece my way through what the caller has suggested because I think, definitely, I recall the Orpic situation and what occurred there, but I could have sworn Stone got bought out and then ended up getting re-signed. <laughs> so I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe it had to do with the type of. Um, we'll have to take a look at it here. But uh, uh, this one comes in from Haji Bob. Keith should get a little bit of credit. He saw in Woody's time as assistant under Todd that he was willing to bring him in a Bakersfield. If not for Gretzky, uh, is Woodcroft likely in Los Angeles now? From Haji. Uh, okay, now I have to work through the... So, the Oilers... So, Whitcroft was an assistant to Todd McClellan in Edmonton in 15, 16, 16, 17, 17, 18. At the end of the 18 season, after the team missed that 17, 18 season, uh, Pete Shirelli made several changes uh, to the staff. Uh, gone was Jay Woodcroft was offered... It was Pete Shirelli who offered Jay Woodcroft the head coaching job in the farm. So, and then, uh, and Keith Gretzky was an assistant to Pete Shirelli at that time. Then we had Ian Herbert's return to the University of Alberta, and Jim Johnson was replaced by Trent Yanni. And Trent Yanni, uh, you know, stayed with the Oilers uh, beyond Todd McClellan's firing in, in November of 2018-19. Uh, was Hitch's assistant uh, when Hitch was intern for the back half of that year. And then Trent went to Los Angeles under uh, Todd McClellan when he took over there. So, again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. I do have a ton of text to get to. Uh, Bob, you're right. Uh, Stone was bought out and signed back with the Flames in the same season. There's, you know, I, I think part of what happens here is you'll have to take a look at, I, I haven't even looked at, at any point of the buyout on Duncan Keith, I'll be honest with you. Let's go to Jim from Kamloops on line number three. Jim, how are you doing? I'm doing great. And yourself? Not bad. What do you think? I love the orders. I sleep, take orders all 24 hours. Okay. <laughs> I'm a descendant from uh, Uncle Bill, Wild Bill. Hunter? Yeah. Okay, so there you go. married to my aunt, Aunt Vi. Okay, sure, I I, I met them. They're cool people. Going along, and we're going back, you know, obviously 25 years or so, but uh, so uh, what do you think of the performance that Jay, Jay Woodcroft had this year? I love it. I love the signing. Yep. 100%. Anything else go, you want? Go. 
Anything else you wanted to add, Jim, or you just wanted to profess your love for the organization and the team? That's it. All right, thanks, Jim. Let's go to Brian on line number four. Brian, how are you doing? Good afternoon. I'm doing really well. Good. Um, question I had, though, um, I wanted to find out about uh, Clef Bombs. Um, LTIR, uh, how does that work, and why does it, it sound like it's going to be a negative uh, a negative deal for the Oilers? Well, okay, so here's the thing that always has to be factored in with LTIR, insurance, okay? And what do insurance companies not like doing? Paying out. Paying out. Okay? And so here's, when you see a guy that has a somewhat prohibitive cap uh, hit, and he's on LTIR and he hasn't been moved, that might, so what happens is if you have pre-existing condition, you might not be able to get full coverage for insurance. And so insurance tends to pay, I'm told, roughly 80% of the contract on a, on, a, on a player if he ends up having his career ended, okay, which has occurred <clears throat> here. So my guess is the orders are stuck with a final year uh, for Clefbaum. My guess is they don't, uh, the, because he had the pre-existing shoulder condition his career ended because of a shoulder I mean he had shoulder issues before he got a seven year deal at Edmonton it's a just a purely educated guess and and to be frank with you they wouldn't tell me even if I asked for what it's worth okay. so, so Bob is this the first time this has happened? No uh, do you recall another time this has happened to yeah. a player? oh yeah yeah mm-hmm yeah, I mean, just, just, I mean, I know it's a little goofy when you see Chris Pronger's contract traded around, or uh, who's the guy from Detroit that had his contract? You know, like we've had different situations where guys have had their con- like we just had Ben Bishop, his contract got moved uh, to the Buffalo Sabers. He's not playing; his career is over. But before he signed the contract, there was not a pre-existing condition. So they would have been able to get 80% insurance. So my guess is they're, you know, I mean, that it has definitely happened before in the league. It's not an anti-Edmonton thing or anything like that. So, so how, why would it benefit a team to, to, uh, to, to get Clefbaum if, if he's never going to play again? What there's, would be the- there's no benefit other than the, the if they had cap space and they wanted to try mm-hmm. to induce the Oilers to give up a really good uh, draft pick to get him. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah in a package. Right. Yeah. So, and by yeah. the way, I just want to circle back. The the two callers before talked about Duncan Keith. Uh, he would be a four point five million dollar cap hit next season for the club that got him, and then a five hundred thousand dollar cap hit for the season after. Uh, so that would be the, the. So you would have to. I I would think you'd have to give up a decent asset to get a club to take that for what it's worth. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, and with uh, Woodcroft uh, hiring, uh, yeah, great, great, great hire. Um, <clears throat> I think he just brings a, a, a new perspective, and he's he thinks outside the box. You can see in how he did some of the magic with the line juggling. Yep. Um, and uh, and and again, he's well, not homegrown, but a lot of the guys in our system are. He knows him. You know, have, he knows him. He knows him, and yep. that's great. Great stuff. Thanks Thanks for the call, Brian. Uh, this text yeah. comes in uh, just regarding Michael Stone. Bob, as per the rules, you can't re-sign a player on a, compli- on a compliance buyout, but you can re-sign a player on a regular buyout. That is why Calgary was able to re-sign Michael Stone. All right, I'm going to get to some texts here. It's 122 in Edmonton when we return in Oilers now. Bob Stauffer and Brendan Escott uh, with you. 
We are going to tell you it is time for the Oilers Now Prospect Report, which is brought to you Tuesdays and Thursdays on Oilers Now by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Here's Brendan Escott. Now the Oil Kings and Xavier Borgos, Shawinigan Cataracts face off at the Memorial Cup tonight at 4 o'clock Mountain Time. Edmonton will not have uh, leading postseason scorer Dylan Gunther. He's sitting sidelined for the whole tournament with a lower body injury. But, of course, the team uh, still boasting plenty of NHL property. Headlined by Caden Gooley, Jake Neighbors, and Justin Sordiff. Not to mention goaltender Sebastian Kosa. He's got five playoff shutouts and 11 overall this season. It's the Cataracts tonight and then the uh, host team St. John's Sea Dogs tomorrow for Edmonton. They get a breather on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, it, to me, it's uh, I'll make one prediction tonight and you can mark it down. The Oil Kings will outshoot Shawinigan around 40-25 to 25 in tonight's game. Watched every game that Shawinigan played against uh, Charlottetown in the Q final. I cannot believe they won that series. They were completely outplayed 5v5 in virtually every game. and That's hockey. It's an unforgiving uh, game. And uh, Shawinigan's, you're really going to like a, a centerman out of the Dallas Stars by the name of Maverick Bork. He's a first-rounder from the 2020 NHL draft. Of course, Borgo plays on his line. Uh, the order's got Borgo at 22 overall. Andrew Peart's coming up a little bit later on to, to talk about the Memorial Cup, and uh, he's the uh, play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, that is our Oilers Now prospect report for Scott Arthur Millwork. Uncle Milt used to tell me that around 20 years ago, a customer told him, a good salesman sells one truck, a good service department keeps me coming back. Well, that customer and family have bought more than 50 units from Brent Ridge Ford since then. That same service department is one of the reasons that Brent Ridge, out of Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less, just received their 11th Presence Award from, from Ford for customer satisfaction. If you need maintenance or repairs in your vehicle, call Kevin Margie or Mike at one 477 ford That's one 877 all right, Brendan, I'm going to throw a curveball at everybody right here, right now, at 126 in Edmonton. The show is called Oilers Now. You know I'm a bit of an NCAA college football junkie and an NFL fan, right? You know that, Brendan, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Name the player between the years of 2013 and 2016 who had a 70-yard touchdown pass a 50 yard touchdown reception and a 90 yard touchdown run name the player who had a 50 yard or more touchdown reception a 90 yard touchdown run that's the giveaway between 2013 and 2016 and a 70 yard touchdown pass and here's a little hint for you He played two different positions for two different NFL organizations. Okay? This guy was a pretty good athlete. You can text us at 780-496-0063. We'll see how long it takes you to get that one. You know, that one's just for you-know-whats and giggles. Uh, Bob, any chance the Oilers could get Nick Paul? I uh, also like the idea of getting Zach Aston Reese as well. Well, uh, you know, in the fall, when the Oilers had a player by the name of Josh Archibald on LTIR, I uh, 
you know, I talked about Nick Paul a lot. We started off by talking about Lawson Krause out of Arizona, coming off a four-goal season. When do you get guys coming off of tough years? Then we talked about getting Bastion when he was on uh, being a healthy scratch in Seattle. Okay? Krause ended up scoring 20 this year in Arizona. Bastion went back to New Jersey on waivers, put up uh, 10-plus goals. Then we talked a lot about Nick Paul. There we go. Keep texting us, 780-496-0063. Oh, man. Um, somebody guessed Cordell Stewart. Again, I said between 2013. Dwayne. Nicely done, Dwayne. Well done. Where did uh, where where did he come in? You know we should uh, we should maybe do the trivia thing again, Brendan. What do you think? We should. That was good because I ha- I was digging around in the wrong conference altogether. So good for good for Dwayne. Dwayne knew that the player that we're looking for is Terrell Pryor, who is a quarterback for Ohio State, quarterback for the Raiders, uh, scored on a ninety yard touchdown run for the Raiders. Uh, you know, had a seventy yard. Uh, touchdown pass in the NFL and then ultimately ended up as a starting wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns and for one year in 2016 had 77 receptions crazy numbers 129 at Edmonton off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson back with Andrew Pierre the play-by-play voice and the PR man for the Edmonton Oil Kings Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers radio 630 Chad